0: Hello and welcome to Think Fit, Be Fit. My name is Jen Schwartz. I am the hostess and creator of this podcast where we believe that you must think fit before you can be fit and stay injury free. This podcast is an educational resource for those of us who want to maintain athleticism despite old sports injuries or chronic injury. You can learn more about me and my practice at impactyourfitness.net, where you will find information on my online course, my live workshops, and of course, my practice, where I use muscle activation techniques to help athletes and people dealing with chronic injury. In Alexandria, Virginia, right outside of Washington, DC. Today's episode is super special. I have a return co-hostess. Her name is Rachel Garman. She is a friend and a colleague, and she also used to be my Olympic weightlifting teacher and not really a coach, because I never competed. But we are talking about one of our favorite subjects, which is mastering the squat. And we talk about all kinds of fun things in between, like Netflix documentaries, plant protein, and even a little bathroom talk. On the more serious side, we mention MRI studies, belt squats, foot stability, foot position, uh, some really cool tools that I use to master my squat, and of course, the mental side of training. It wouldn't be Think Fit, Be Fit podcast if we weren't talking about the psychology and mental side of exercise. I hope you guys enjoy, and I'll see you on Instagram at impact underscore your underscore fitness that's impact your fitness enjoy okay as um you heard the excitement in my intro rachel is back for more squats yeah Oh, and you got a nice little uh, medal there on your cup. I Best do. Best lifter. Yeah, I do. Mason Dixon oven. Yeah. Okay. okay. Might be a few years old, but it's
1: fine. I'm uh. still gonna hold this cup <laughs> forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really big, and I'm sure it is held many satisfying uh, concoctions for you. So that's so a gr- I think that's a great trophy. Right. Um, what have you been up to s- this in 2019? And you know all the the new 2020 stuff
1: life <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh no yeah i mean a uh, big life things was moving um so that like really threw a, a entertaining wrench into workouts and things mm-hmm. um but found a cool gym that i'm really living uh and loving I'm living for it and i'm loving it good uh, uh yeah
0: tell us about work
1: work is exciting Mm -hmm. uh so i'm at a currently working a lot more at a small private studio uh with a lot more older clients and so it's really kind of tapping into corrective exercise and just adaptions but also we have a woman who's 74 and will do 10 push-ups on her toes like there's no business Mm -hmm. and just be like oh it's not that big of a deal Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're 74. Mm -hmm. um so it's really fun working with a group of people that get it that get that working out as a part of age, like aging and mm-hmm. how much that helps um so that's really yeah
0: a lot of fun. it's rewarding yes yeah uh, it feels because really nice. they'll come in and they'll say you know I actually fell mm-hmm. and I was able to get up yep. or catch myself mm-hmm. or I didn't break something uh-huh. and and you you just you know stand in your uh you know in your youth suit of muscle <laughs> and glory <laughs> and you're like that can happen yep and <laughs> Yeah, but yeah,
1: it's, yeah. It's definitely funny because they're like, "Oh, well, you're young, you don't understand." I'm like, "No, but professionally, I do." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my job. Yeah. Understand your body. Um, so it's been fun, and it's been you know, work's been fun this past year in terms of working with clients who were pregnant and then had babies, and kind of adjusting workouts for that as well as mm-hmm. programming for strength clients. that I So it's been a fun year all over.
0: Yeah, and then before you were, it was strictly military folks yes. and. Yeah. So trying to be generally fit, not necessarily like PT fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a lot of, and that was, I mean, a lot more admin
1: work. So it's been fun to be a lot more back involved in it.
0: Cool. And doing the things with the people. Oh, it was not a like lot that. of admin. Like yeah, <laughs> less having having more fun with people, less admin. That's a great Always. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Um, okay, so speaking of older folks, old uh, beliefs. I think. Mm come to mind with squats um and one of them is like oh they're bad for your knees like I don't Uh do squats and lunges because of my knees Mm -hmm. um so I kind of want to dig into that a little bit and like what people actually need for good squats um and update on my end um because I'm I'm at like a really popular Mm -hmm. gym now so I'm not recording my workouts I mean I have I have a cool like uh, phone case where mm-hmm. I can stick it on anything so nice. it's so fun I need that yeah it's called goat um you I guys can totally me. sponsor me if you want it's fine sponsor Goat. Sponsor. <laughs> I'm starting to get sponsored like ship offers nice. yeah so I'm digging through them and seeing <laughs> which thing I can put my name on so it's kind of no, cool thanks podcast world um so the last time um our we did our squat crazed episode <laughs> um I spoke about why I'm so obsessed with mm-hmm. squats uh and we said superficial fitness hopes and outcomes aren't good enough that was that was a good little conversation yeah quality oh, yeah. of squats yeah. is important mm-hmm. squat terminology and tips so, and the un the expected transfers in strength and speed for embracing squat variations mm-hmm. this was all last time guys so Go this obviously this one. will be linked <laughs> in the podcast. Um, and then we have Instagram squats look very different from strong yeah. embraced squats. Mm-hmm. That is always fun to talk about. Oh, so yes. we might have to revisit that. Maddie
1: Rogers just had a great squat post. Uh, about
0: that. Yeah. So she's an Olympic lifter Super and uh, she was on that combine show. Yes, yes, she yeah. did do a
1: combine show. with like what was it a CrossFit athlete, a powerlifter, yes. a Olympic lifter and a uh, bodybuilder. You know the like-
0: funniest thing happened. I met a new friend. Um and he owns like he like created this video game that's like cross is combine for across the sports and different huh. and different athletes and he's got like NHL rights, nice. a- MLB rights, awesome. NBA rights. And I was like, <laughs> "Wait, I was like this is I was like how this is such a weird coincidence. Like now we're friends and and, and I don't know. I think it's um it's been great getting to know him. Anyways, um and then I shared some it looks like so what we shared in that last podcast, we talked about front squats. Mm-hmm. We talked about assessments. We talked about uh the collarbone mm-hmm. um and mobility of the shoulder. Mm-hmm. We talked about um what was it? Uh Neutral squat positions. We probably talked about box squats because that yeah. was such a good yep. tool for me. Um, and obviously, I you know just love talking about myself.
1: Why not? Butts. <laughs> Butts. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I need a good like sound <laughs> like for that one. <laughs> um, where's the dump truck sound? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, okay. I think bad information is a good place to start that squats are bad for our knees so wrong so wrong um do you hear that from the older generation that you work with yeah Yeah. that's a big thing
1: it's a big thing with them and i mean it's it's something that i think has been fed into like media like it started with someone and it just kept steamrolling from there now as always there's exceptions to the rules there are people whose knees are terrible and Mm -hmm. really shouldn't because they're barely moving and there's no cartilage or anything like that um but yeah, it's such it's such bad information because they're actually designed to help if you're doing them properly. Yeah. Uh, and like, if your knees are hurting during squats, you're in the wrong position, most likely.
0: Yeah, I think there's um, I don't I don't know where this me- uh, this thing got started. I'm guessing it's orthopedic mm-hmm. surgeons. You know, I have oh
1: yeah I have a
0: couple conspiracy theories about mm-hmm.
1: this. Um. <laughs> it's like uh, it's right up there with the uh, podiatrist who hate running. Yeah. That's why I always tell someone, I was like, if you're going (laughs) to a a physical therapist, you're going to, uh, you know, someone, get someone who does what hobbies and sports you do. Mm -hmm. That's going to change how they talk to you. Like, I love runners who can go to a a podiatrist that runs because Mm -hmm. they're not going to sell you on running's bad for you. They're going to say, let's fix so running is good. I mean, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. If you look at. um, I mean, yeah, I'll get told, like, lifting's bad. And I'm like, nope. No. I'm going to go to
1: someone who understands. Lifting is the same with um, anyone recovering from a surge. A, f- a friend of mine just had uh, a surgery and it was going to a doctor, and the doctor's like, Oh, you can get back to working out. <laughs> and she was like, So here's what my workouts look like. Do you actually mean that or do you mean something else? Do you mean, yes, yeah, like kicking in the pool? Yeah. Do you mean swimming in the pool, the elliptical, or you're actually letting me lift? And the person was like, Oh, no, no, not lifting.
0: <laughs> so funny. Yeah. They, uh, that first of all, uh, that, the, I don't know, orthopedic model of thinking about mm-hmm. what's good for our joints is so narrow. Yes. Right? Exercise is one thing, mm-hmm. and it is, it probably has something to do with an elliptical. Geez. Um, oh. Sorry if that was too loud. Um, <laughs> it, it's so frustrating to, to hear that from clients. Mm-hmm. And another thing I hear that, Just to hit back on something you said was when 90% of my clients are coming from physical therapy Mm -hmm. into MAT and they, I hear so often, they don't really understand what I'm trying to do with my body and everything we did to help my rotator cuff was just You know, simple Mm -hmm. and very like cookie cutter and it wasn't tailored for the kind of strength I have in my shoulder it was designed for who knows what like very basic
1: there seems to be like this is not to say there aren't physical therapists that are good but there seem to be a lot of cookie cutter places popping up more and more Mm. um like we I had a client and he has had back pain for a while and like a lot of the stuff we were working on is very low but he wanted to get an mri just to check on things his doctor made him go to six weeks of physical therapy Mm then he and he i mean hated it because it was we were doing you know i was doing more advanced version of bird dogs with him so he was having to go back to basic bird dogs and in the end they had the mri and it was like oh you just have chronic back generic Mm. chronic back and it was like that's
0: what so um, he did the MRI after the six weeks. Yep, that's actually a pretty good practice to yes, have. They that's, let him, but yeah, yeah. so
1: they, he had to go through, but he'd already done PT before and then was working out with us. And then, but so and to get an MRI. They didn't they even to bother
0: to ask what scale he was on Correct. with that. Yeah. Uh, exercise. Yeah. That's so famous for helping people with back issues. Um, and oh, it's, yeah. you know, there's so many, the, mm-hmm. yeah, there's so many reasons why bird dogs are in rehab protocols. Uh,
1: Anyways, there's so many variations. That's yeah. a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other <laughs> podcast. Uh,
0: <laughs> but speaking MRI, interesting. Uh, I had a client this week who's had one back surgery, mm-hmm. and he's got his left sides uh, kind of weak okay. on yeah. the, uh, down his leg and through his knee. We've been working on the arthritic conditions mm-hmm. around his knee, and he like, and he got a a nerve conduction test. Everything is fine. Everything looks good neurologically. Mm -hmm. And we've done a lot of M A T work on him. And he went and got another MRI on his back because he was like, Is this a nerve thing? Mm -hmm. Like why does this feel so weak? I have a theory that why does he doesn't listen. (laughs) But uh he then comes back from getting this MRI and getting it read and the doctor was like, Why are you not crippled in pain? And yep. now that's what he's thinking about.
1: It's it, there's they've done st- so many studies on because uh, they actually did I think it was MRIs or CT scans uh, in Rio on the lifters. Oh to see yes, compressed and 2016 most of them, Olympics yep. and most did. and track and field and athletes, track and field, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think a few gymna- basically whoever was willing to do this. Mm-hmm. And most of them were didn't have any symptoms, but mm-hmm. via how we diagnosed MRIs, that was like technically.
0: I think it was fifty-seven percent of them yep. had something they could have diagnosed in the yep. scan. Mm-hmm. I, I I swear to God, we did not prepare this, guys. Like I love this study. It's something I've referenced yep. a lot, and it's. Uh, I think Hussein Bolt did it too, by the way. Who has yeah. like massive scoliosis? Like oh, his, yeah. his 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 uh, foot patterns are completely off balance, mm-hmm. and that would drive some. Physical therapists, chiropractors, absolutely nuts. Definitely MAT people Mm -hmm. Um, because imbalance is just like, oh, such a bad thing to have. But it's actually very natural. And so are these like uh, changes, Mm -hmm. arthritic changes in our body, in our back. So another old belief system way, you know, and that's what what this has to do with squats (laughs) 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 is it's an old belief system. Yeah. So, with squats, so how do you get the older generation clients to think about squats and n- enjoy them? I don't know
1: I mean they do I think they do enjoy them a lot of it's figuring is talking to them muscle wise mm. is getting them to get the difference uh muscle like muscle wise of like let's get into our glutes, let's you know where do we want to f- you know having that conversation of and I mean the nice thing is the studio I'm at our classes are smaller so they're at 10 so I can have conversations during a class with people Mm -hmm. and really talk to them about here's where you should feel your foot should feel like this Mm -hmm. you should feel this activate Um, but it's also if I'm targeting warm-ups or really specific things Mm -hmm. I can activate those muscles and say okay let's squat and if wherever that's tingling that's where we want to head like that's what you want to feel it in Um, so it's kind of just getting their minds wrapped around it and also variations um especially with lunges I mean I think each time I'm like all right lunges are here I then spend like 30 seconds going and
0: here are five different ways that you can Mm -hmm. do lunges um yeah no I've seen you post on that that's one of (laughs) your I think that's one of your things it's like you can definitely do lunges like There's so many variations on them. And,
1: yeah, and even with Amy Boy's squats, there's variations. Like, Mm -hmm. I'd rather see you slightly squat with really good hinge, like with really good, not hinging, but, like, really good squatting form. I'd rather you see only go a little bit down without your knees going forward than a knees forward collapsing. Like, I'd rather work on that small range of motion as it feels good. Great, we ramp it up. Or maybe it's, you know, doing a wall sit. Mm
0: -hmm. Or maybe Mm -hmm. it's sitting
1: down and standing back up.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that Uh, duh duh. yeah
1: we do that every day people are like i don't do squats i'm like do you get off the
0: toilet yeah oh that's so funny have you have you been watching grace and frankie no well first of all jane fonda is like one of my heroes uh for exercise reasons she reminds me of my grandmother who was like such a social warrior and uh now because she's 82 oh yeah she looks amazing she's playing a 70 year old that looks amazing (laughs) by the way you know what i mean like Nobody can, if they said she was 80 in the show, nobody would wrap their head around yep. that. They'd be like, no way. You know? Yeah. And yep. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so they invented a toilet seat in this. this so they have Amazing. a new business. Amazing. And it's called the Rise Up. And it pushes you out of your toilet seat. Because it's like reoccurring scene where she gets stuck on the toilet.
1: Well, so my parents re- <laughs> uh, redid the bathrooms in their house, and uh-huh. one of them we redid for my grandfather, and so they raised that seat up mm-hmm. uh, in a walk-in shower so that he has an easier time because we don't have the handlebars yet. Mm-hmm. But what annoyed me, they changed all the rest of the toilets mm-hmm. and now my feet don't touch I love it uh, I'm I'm short I get that but I was like it was so nice to kind of you know have a squatty potty
0: sort of yeah, situation get, your, get yourself a squatty potty uh, a friend potty. of mine bring,
1: brings his own little squatty potty oh, around because okay. they fold flat you can get bring a little pedestal
0: oh my god well <laughs> hmm it's a whole other oh topic. love my squatting potty, uh, 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 but no, yeah, it's I mean but, like, it's the same, the same topic. To squat. It's, it's the the a squat. To to
1: squat. <laughs> you should be pooping in a squat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, so funny. So and that's because of uh, muscles. Mm-hmm. So <gasps> your muscle. mu- yeah your muscle activity <laughs> changes once yep. you get into the squat and uh, lets your body know something's about to happen. Yep. And it's called peristis. Oh God. Peristalsis was when the muscles mm-hmm. automate to, like, let you poop in a squat. So you can't do it standing, people. It's Got it? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, as a runner who's gone in the woods. <laughs>
0: you have So make, you can't. Oh, can. yeah. I've definitely pooped
1: in the woods. Okay. <laughs> Squatting. But standing? No, squat down. <laughs> like, I honestly didn't. Like, you see this commercial so the Squatty Potty, and you're like, mm-hmm. it's like the perfect coiled, like, un- I mean, they use the unicorn. Sure. I didn't think oh, that was a yeah. thing. And then one of the times I went in the woods, and I was like, huh didn't know that that's actually how that worked like honestly but yeah
0: yeah I've yeah I've um I think one of my greatest moments of learning as an adult <laughs> was pooping in nature it's always about pooping and like the and like creating like the hole for it nice. it was a fully uh immersive yeah. uh experience oh, yeah. in the woods because oh, yeah. this was a place that um has no Anyways, it's called the Boundary Waters in Minnesota. Oh, I you like can't you admitted where you, <laughs> yeah, but no, you have to. Like, there's no, oh, yeah. um, it's full it's, on nature. Yep, it, like it's even have as yeah. no fly zone, like, yep. it's so wild. Uh, if they,
1: well, there's some of the summer, like, when you go, uh, a friend of mine uh, that. They were hiking, and they mm-hmm. were going up into the mountains in the snow, and you, they gave you baggies because mm-hmm. you had to take it back down with you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, or you have to dig a hole. You right. can't dig a hole in the snow. Correct. So mm-hmm. was like you to, and he was like, I just held it. I was like, that's, uh-huh. not, that's not good. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> like hold your it. dog. <laughs>
0: Don't hold it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, But squatting, <laughs> but squatting yes. <laughs> anyway. Squat every day. Yeah, um, hopefully. So we'll, uh, the old belief system – and showing people that you really should be squatting. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, do you mention like how important it is to have muscle mass as you age? Like, oh yeah,
1: yeah. I mean that's and a lot of the people folks I work with understand that they understand. I mean, some still grab the one and two pound dumbbells, but a lot of them really understand. <laughs> you, you can't, you know, you can't help all of them as long <laughs> as they don't Tracy Anderson style it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they understand that importance of how, like, that as you age, you lose it, you lose it, but also bone density. Like, they really they get, they get it. Yeah. You know, which is a really nice for of people who get it of, like, you no, know, we want to try and use some heavier weights, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Well, and the, the thing is, you, the body is creating, you know, energy while mm-hmm. you're doing this. Um, it's a huge calorie... Uh, I want to say burner, like, because it's so concentric, right? You Mm -hmm. have to use so many muscles in a squat, and then, obviously, the muscle-building piece after that, like, there's, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no way to train, yeah, it's just such a good way to train your body to be better at being human. Like, it's just, ugh, ugh. It's just a thing we do. Yeah, I mean, I think
1: that's what drives me nuts. people are like, we're not designed to squat, and we're like, but we
0: are we totally are yeah
1: we literally are now we've learned bad habits or it's uh meeting folks who drive a lot and Mm. commute a lot Mm -hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of squat learning process and how to activate your muscles if Mm. you're a person that drives a lot Mm -hmm. because you stretch and sit on your glutes and speaking to someone who drives a lot yeah i do a lot of activation work yeah drive with a lacrosse ball
0: do you i do under your butt under
1: my butt uh uh, long back or under the hamstrings
0: yeah okay um, I yeah, tip,
1: I tip my seat so that I'm a little more
0: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, actually, yeah, the knees going up is good in the car uh, so the funny one thing have have you ever worked a lot with belt squats belt oh, squat fan
1: the the belt squat machine
0: yeah, yeah, that's
1: yeah, a devilish,
0: yeah, I really like it i like so i I got an like interesting story about it. <laughs> my trainer um is mm-hmm. Evan. He doesn't train me. He just writes my programs and we share a lot of camaraderie. I really want him (laughs) on the podcast. I really do. Uh, He is working at this ridiculous new place in D.C. Mm. It's called Ultimate Performance.
1: Oh, I think I've seen something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So they basically do everything for you. Um, It's daily check-ins, pictures every week. Meal plans, full supplements. I mean, a type A DC person is going to love it. It's definitely like contest prep, like level heavy, like level. Like you're committing like five grand a month easy, easily with these folks. So it's like perfect for him because he's such a good micromanager. If he can, if you can micromanage me (laughs) and he's, uh, that's, that's Evan. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he's like such a geek for strength training and periodization so we're perfect complement uh, to one another, and I do MAT on him. He's just a great uh, specimen. Uh, sorry, Evan, um, <laughs> if that's offensive, I don't know. I don't. Is it? I don't think, I don't think I so. Mind if you'd call yeah, a, a specimen. Okay, and he has all kinds of patterns in his body where he'll like his pelvis will rotate, his right glutes like mm-hmm. definitely don't participate when they should. Um, <laughs> And then he's got some neck and head stuff, whereas like gaze, he looks more to the left and the right. Like, And, you know, podcast folks, like you can get so detailed in like your assessment of how you move and your body and this and that, but it doesn't actually, none of that matters if you're just going to do, you know, I don't know, um, not untailored exercise of like Mm -hmm. you get all these assessments and you want your body to improve and then you don't you know dial in and do the like dialed in focused work so he um so we have an interesting conversation with mat and he has a posturologist and they do these like fancy inserts Mm -hmm. and um i'm still wrapping my head around what they actually do but he um swears that the belt squat is helping his back so much so he had, m- like, so much pain mm-hmm. uh, every day with his back. Yeah. And by doing, like, 30 to 40 reps or something um, of belt yeah. squats, he feels amazing.
1: Well, I think what's nice, especially if you get a belt squat machine, and if you know how to stand in it, it mm-hmm. pulls you into the right position. That's exactly and what I it, said. It yeah, you, It pulls you right down. I mean, I've had to. I've you know, if you go back, they've posted videos because I've not. Only a few times I've been able to be around a belt squat machine. I have to do the whole step up on two boxes with a bunch of kettlebells belted around me. Sure. Oh yeah. Sure. Uh-huh that's a lot of work it is it's yeah you realize later you should put the kettlebells on after you're standing on the boxes and not trying (laughs) to stand up with 50 plus pounds of kettlebells clanging between your legs god i'm so sorry people (laughs) that was so loud um learn from my mistakes yeah um but i mean but it it really it'll pull it pulls you down and tests your balance that you're like oh i need to be firing Mm -hmm. you know my lower abs my lower obliques to do this squat. yes like it it lets you know because it will spit you up and eat you like it'll eat you up and spit you back out. hmm
0: I also think for him knowing his body, I think it helps, um, him get his feet in mm-hmm. the, and pushing off the ground yes. more versus relying on all bracing, which yep. we were talking about in the last podcast a lot, like the bracing piece. But then there's this, which you just mentioned. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what you just mentioned. If we have to give a name <laughs> to it. Um, the the foot and pushing Mm -hmm. off the ground as if you're trying to lift yourself from like quicksand or you know like out of a big i don't know yeah and his theory was that it helped with like traction on his spine i was like no dude that's not it won't it's the wrong way yeah (laughs) i was like no dude it's not when releasing you, you, traction yeah
1: lets you know when it's moving well and liking it, it, it i mean that's where it's like i mean we've talked about it for mm-hmm. exercise is not punishment we get to exercise it's exciting mm-hmm. um you, like it's a, you, i hear countless times from clients of like oh let's just get moving and see what happens and it's mm-hmm. like i feel so much better at that feels great mm. um i think your body responds when it likes something and when yeah it's enjoying it and when it's a movement it wants to do it's like yes
0: yeah i get a brain tickle like <laughs> i i I look for this in my exercise to be honest with you because I've experienced it on the client Mm -hmm. end and if I hadn't experienced it in the client end, I would have more fear Mm -hmm. going into exercises instead of knowing that I can get this like brain tickling and satisfying like sensation from my exercise. And when we talk about limiting beliefs and squats Mm -hmm. and knees – Like that is huge. Like, so discomfort for most people is always like bad, 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 Um, pain, bad, bad, bad. Mm -hmm. However, um, it might not all be bad. Like it's very, it's becoming very clear in different, you know, CT scan Mm -hmm. and MRI studies that, um, you know, your body persists with pain even though there's no imminent danger. Yep. And just like the thought of it brings back pain. Yep. Like actual chemical reactions happen when you mm-hmm. think of a painful situation. So, you know, heal your shit, people. Like, <laughs> get it together. Um,
1: it makes it makes different. I mean, there's, a, there's such a, exercise is such a, I mean, it's a mind-body thing. It's mm-hmm. a mental, there's so much like mentality to it. Of if you know you choose that a set is gonna be bad it's going to be bad
0: hmm so I took this neuroscience class mm-hmm. in 2018 uh, and I missed it this time around when it came to DC uh, so it was really interesting because he was talking about the pre- how the brain pre- predicts mm-hmm. exactly what you just said how your brain and your body and mind yep. decide what's going to happen and if it's a threat or if you're able to engage in a playful and Mm -hmm. fun and positive way there's vastly different scenarios in the brain yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so he um anyways so we really had a a chit chat in that class and a lecture on potentially using hrv Mm -hmm. to help people center and focus before they start their exercise training session Mm -hmm. so his i his idea was that if we can verbally get information from them Mm because i mean people are so locked up about emotions and they just get to the gym they're like let's get after it and um they pretend like it's therapy Mm -hmm. and I, me Meredith and I really hammered this concept <laughs> in. It was it was a, on the boutique fitness yep. part. It was really good. Uh, her part. I just did the uh uh-huh, you know stuff. <laughs> um and that if we were to engage with our clients verbally mm-hmm. and check their number, <laughs> check their check their uh yeah. bullshit yep. and say, "Okay, why don't you and I just have a moment to observe that this is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. You have enough money to pay me." To teach you to exercise, so, like, let's honor that and be, like, good to your body.
1: It, it, it makes a difference, and it's – I mean, it's so important to check because it's the difference of – I mean, I it's happened to me and like, squats or any lifting, especially lifting lift, <laughs> all the time. Um, If it's a bad day or if I'm not feeling well, that's information to know so I don't get frustrated later. It's mm. just kind of a – we're going to see – taking it as I'm not going to, you know, screw – you know, say screw the workout. I'm not going to do it, but it's just saying – when things get heavy and they might feel heavy sooner sooner that's okay this is where i'm at today and that's like we're still doing it we're mm-hmm. still chipping away um, yeah and that's such you know i think an important chipping
0: away thing. yes oh, chipping away it, is so important to move dirt yeah move forward. dirt that's that's I your love, I love yeah move dirt.
1: I, yeah because some days you move a lot of dirt and some days you just kind of a few specks of dirt move to the other side <laughs> but as long as you're moving and in that i mean it it's why if you're ever, you know, working with someone or training with someone and you're trying uh, just a bunch of different cues to get something to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, my uh, coach, who's I've always done remote coaching um, and video feedback for myself, mm-hmm. and I, we've been trying to flip a technique thing, and there's something in, I think I just posted recently of, mm-hmm. like, a difference of snatches recently. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that change has just happened in the last six months, mm. um, which also I was posting <laughs> about, like, i'm getting nowhere but somewhere it was like Uh a lot of my posts were like i know i'm getting somewhere but right now it's very frustrating Mm -hmm. and it was trying to change my foot position Mm -hmm. uh, which in the clean or in the snatch happens so fast that you're trying to figure out how to think about it and
0: oh i had a lot of trouble with that i remember that (laughs) (laughs)
1: mike and i were just trying to slightly fix this problem like we'd been focusing on i tended to hitch my hips at the top well Mm -hmm. that stopped being the focus and mike just started focusing on feet and he's like he drew a picture one day on one of the videos and was like this angle you want to find that and I was like Mm. well now I have a focal point for what I want to see and it was frustrating the first few weeks when I was like I'm seeing it it's not happening yet and then finally it started clicking and Mm -hmm. happening and going and it was like I get it now Um, yeah but it took it took visualization but it was also took just finding what's the right visualization yeah and you can change your business, like you can change and day to day it might change or something might work great for a few months and then it's like, nope.
0: And that's an interesting, like I wanna uh, tag onto that, that, so we're talking about squats, right? In this big meta conversation about (laughs) exercise. Uh, It is interesting to show someone that even though they're doing the same exercise over and over again, the smallest variation Mm -hmm. changes it for your brain and changes the potential outcome. Mm -hmm. So when you just uh, move carelessly through squats, you're missing out on so much benefit, Mm -hmm. Um, which brings me to, the things I really wanted to talk about. <laughs> um, one of them is what the, the tool that I've been using mm-hmm. to help me, which are these prime wedges, heel lifts. Yeah. They sell them individual mm-hmm. uh, wedges. So what, what I do with them, and I know you know this, but um, peanut gallery, we uh, put them, <laughs> you stand on them and it mm-hmm. lifts your heel. It puts them at an angle so that allows for the knee to bend more mm-hmm. to get more quad and it, and hamstring really it's glorious yep. uh, and so i've been doing split squats with them lunges and squats Re- my most recent program before christmas i was doing um, you know the bouncy at the bottom the quarter yep. squat <laughs> uh, and i saw so i'm going all the way down yep. A little bit up, and then all the way up in using the wedges. So the wedges come in, and again, you guys can totally sponsor me. It's fine. Uh, 10, 20, and 30 degrees wedges? I only got the 10. Yeah. Let me double check that.
1: Well, I mean, it, and it evens out your tibia length to your femur.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: One day I'll find that great video I found where someone made a diagram where you can see why everyone squats differently. But like, I have it. Oh, it has brain. bones on it. Yeah, there's that one, and there's the middle guy that's moving along a pole.
0: That's Tom Purvis. Oh, yeah. That's He's my, really yeah. <laughs> I, I showed you that. I know, and I love it. Yeah. It's my favorite video. Yeah. Uh, and I always lose
1: it, and then I have to find it again. He made that little thing. It's great. Mm-hmm. But it explains, like, why like, everyone's, I mean, we've talked about this before in previous podcasts. Everyone squats differently. But especially if you've got such a difference between your femur and then your tibia and fibula, it's, you can't squat to a certain depth. You yeah. Have lovely long <laughs> yeah.
0: No, and it it you know it, it's um it's a center of mass thing, right? So as it changes and so a lot of people so with Evan, back mm-hmm. to the belt yeah. squat thing. So what I think he was doing was relying so much on the upper half and his diaphragm and the core and the breathing that he wasn't, you know, really pushing off yep. the ground and I think that's one of the game changers for him. Um. I, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna win that argument. So for anyone, I mean, the yeah. moment
1: you teach people to push away from the ground versus mm-hmm. just standing up, mm-hmm. it's an active stand versus just a passive stand.
0: Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. So that's what I teach at the soccer club. <laughs> um. The so what we do is an isometric um set, and mm-hmm. it's um he double you know hockey sticks. Oh, yeah. It's hard. So I have them go into the squat, mm. um, and then we push consistently for 10 seconds and we stay in that squat and then they lift up and if you actually do that um and I also teach that on the TRX with folks I think it's a really good way to I think that's what the TRX is good for one of the few things uh is teaching people to change their mass center of mass as they're squatting and lunging um and (laughs) <laughs> so we push into the ground 10 seconds and then once you lift up it feels like so light yes. you know yep. and if I think if you master that honestly like all so much of the other pieces mm-hmm. of the squat get easier so um I think a lot of people start from the top where they're like looking at their shoulder position they're looking at their hands their elbows mm-hmm. their low and high bar squat and I'd I'd say reverse it
1: that's yeah I currently my uh, program has bottoms up mm-hmm. back squats.
0: Uh, tell me, again. Uh, what's that mean? Bottoms up back squats. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
1: you set the bar. You need the arms of the squat rack, and you set the bar at the bottom of your squat, oh. and you wiggle underneath of it. Yeah, brace, and then you just stand up. Okay, from your from your bottom.
0: That yeah. So that would also like you would Wolf. um, that would be like a leg press in a way. Sort of yeah. It, like um, but. Yeah, You don't to have to maintain your posture while you're doing a, a leg press. Correct. So that's you way can different. You just lay on the leg press. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the prime squat wedges, now they have five degrees all oh. the way up to 30. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, in five degree increments. I got the 10 degree, mm-hmm. and it's great. So – on their website, it says, by elevating the heel, these prime squat wedges enhance a user's ability to maintain proper squat form for any body type. Mm. And it's true. Like, I, I think a lot of... Even the people that aren't um, squat disadvantaged, like myself with long femurs, can use these big yeah. time. I Yeah, I've just really... I mean, I
1: even use lifting shoes, which is a similar... Like, yeah. I mean, I lift in lifters, mm-hmm. but I don't mobility wise technically can also s- squat down in a flat shoe
0: so, yeah that's well good for you um <laughs>
1: i got tiny legs <laughs> i'm not sure
0: yeah i just didn't go with a lifting shoe so i could do all my exercises yep, without nice. a lifting shoe exactly yeah I, think
1: that's, I mean and i like the idea of the, those wedges over people putting plates under their feet oh my god the plates are dumb because you can't like having an angled the fully angled thing versus just elevating onto a metal plate or rubber plate or,
0: uh, the yeah and it, it would do the opposite of what we were just talking mm-hmm. about which is engage through yeah, the feet so you
1: feel like you're, gonna pu- yeah, you're gonna push in a different you're gonna push in a very strange way on a plate versus yeah your, oh your yeah. Feet.
0: yeah yeah um it's uh it would be the similar like a proprioception difference between walking barefoot and flip-flops mm-hmm. flip-flops proprioceptively you know your it changes like your whole all your mechanics and people who have listened to my soccer uh, conversations about this know that like flip-flops like post-game drive me crazy nice. because it actually ex- it, like uh, could potentially um oh, like what is the right word exhaust um, and weaken the toe mm-hmm. flexors which for toe flexion and knee strength I don't know if anyone else is going to agree with me on this, but um, or if this is old information for some people, I doubt it. (laughs) Toe flexion strength, Mm -hmm. uh, neurological connection to those muscles is so important for knee health. So I'll just I'll just make this helpful for you guys. Put this in a perspective. So every I I treat a lot of knee injuries, a lot of ACL um, reconstructions. getting full knee extension, at all phases of ACL reconstruction, and arthritis, and bursitis, and knee tracking, Mm -hmm. every single one of those things, I look at the feet. I not just look at the feet, I treat the feet with muscle activation Mm -hmm. techniques, I teach exercises so people can actually uh, learn to use the muscles there, um, down there better, and it's so funny when people first start doing foot exercises, their fingers move a lot. Yeah. Cause the in the brain, um, a, it's yeah. like a smudged area. It's like they don't the brain doesn't know if um like that area yeah. is like it's like dampened and weakened, wow. so the fingers start to move. It's it I happens all the time. Yeah. Um and then we're not only treating the feet with muscle activation techniques we're challenging it with exercises so i just want to put all my cards on the table podcast friends is that you've got to strengthen the feet if you have weak knees that you feel like you can't squat
1: it's the same with uh every exercise class anytime we're doing squats or lunges or single leg deadlifts i just collectively go everyone unclench your toes even oh. if I can't see their toes, yeah. I know that everyone is gripping the ground, and it's like, unclench your toes. Yeah, push. And then they all go, <laughs> how do you know our toes were clenched? Yeah, that's I interesting.
0: Because I know. <laughs> yeah, I. you know, I'm going to start spread. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like spread
1: your, t- your monkey, spread your toes. I do. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> one of my cues, spread the toes. <laughs> pretend you can spread your toes, and then mm-hmm. I show them my hand. And and then oh, I relax. say, activate yeah. your inner ass eyes and your lumbricals, and they're like, what? What's that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, usually that's like usually that or like relax the feet. As much as it sounds weird to say relax the feet, but it allows you to engage in a different way. It's the same with when someone's doing rows and their shoulders are tensed
0: up. I'm, I'm thinking of yoga when yeah. the instructor always says like, you know, But why not in your jaw things. Yeah. yeah.
1: Relax your jaw. Yeah, if you go to yoga class, it's relax it's relaxed everything. But like you can do the same thing in working out and you're still gonna work the muscles, it's Doing standing uh, rows or, like, the row machine or bent-over rows, if your shoulders are tensed up, they're not going to move properly. So I'll say, like, relax your shoulders. Mm. And you're actually going to work the whole yeah. range of things.
0: <sighs> relax your omohyoid. Relax your sternohyoid. <laughs> <laughs> and your sternalis. Oh, you guys. Ha, ha, ha. So funny. <laughs> so funny. Um, so... Uh yeah, so I wanted to give you a quick update on that. Yes. That was exciting. So my first, so like my 2019 programming with squats, I uh, was going for a heavier squat. Um, yeah. I wanted to get to 200. Yep. That was Perfect. what we were talking about last time. Um, and I did. So that was fun. I did it once, and that was enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean you don't. Yeah, you don't need to max out with squats all the
0: time. Yeah, that's a big. But issue. I was doing regularly. Um. A set for strength that mm-hmm. was we started with uh, six squats then it went down to four yep. then it went down to two so my warm-up set was like in the you know the 10 range yep. and then I got down to two uh, and then the next period or the next plan that I had had a, a different scheme so mm-hmm. it was like you know two two sets at six two sets at four two sets at two that took nice. a really long time because I was resting <laughs> like you know 90 seconds yep. in the middle
1: mm-hmm.
0: of uh, the sets, and so that took a while. So I was being such a whore on the squat rack, but Claim it. yeah, you know I couldn't have done it also without lugging around my uh, heavy iron wedges. <laughs> I'll show I'll show them to you. They cling and they clang cool. in my in my gym bag, cool. and I'm, I'm like <laughs> so now that has progressed into that was like a strength training yeah. focused scheme mm-hmm. and plan and by scheme guys i mean numbers like <laughs> it's like that's a that when you when you Understand look at that. your workout plan yep. the numbers and the reps that's the scheme it's um because if you're being strategic <laughs> you what's can the use point? the word sk- scheme yep you know <laughs> scheming. scheming Yeah, um so then it phased into uh really um i can't I can't remember the name of the lunge. I guess it was you know really going forward and past the knee and bending my oh, knee yeah. yep. and I'll put a picture of that because i that really strengthened my knees They're
1: good. it's good to, once you have knee strength getting that style of lunge or like really pushing to that like actually.
0: What are those called? A split squat? Now I'm blinking. I on guess them. it's a split squat. Ish, sp- some, yeah.
1: Yeah. It yeah. But yeah, there's. I mean, there's definitely like a. Uh, it's not. And we did a, a, a lot of negatives. Like, intentional, something intentional. Like you're really pushing that forward because your knees can also do that, but they need control to do that. And then yes. To do that, but it is really good for strength. It's the same with like knee collapse into the ground, and you'll see the people do that into the ground and then stand back up from that position of like purposeful. Yes. Yes. That's like purposeful movement because if you don't train your body to do it. When it happens, your body won't know what...
0: You don't want that to be a surprise. Yeah. (laughs) You got to have control with the knee tracking forward. Mm -hmm. So that means the knee is bending, and as much as it will bend, you're pushing out of that position. So I did a lot of negatives with that, really lightweight, and uh lightweight meaning like 50 pounds <laughs> um but i mean <laughs> relatively speaking <laughs> yes. if you're working your legs yep. they mayan are you know we're we're in the brick shit house club happily <laughs> and you can't challenge your legs with 10 pounds y'all That's true it's i mean not not uh gross i mean maybe isometrically yeah. on the knee extension machine yeah, you can foot, do, do a 10 pounds elev-
1: elevated bulgarian split squat and yes see how much weight you want to actually okay (laughs) Bulgarian
0: split squats, completely different you're on one limb you're Uh on one limb you know and um having control first and foremost Mm -hmm. is so important in those uh in those exercises so then we we did a I, I had a bunch of split squats in my um uh strength training and then we went to more of a fat loss mm-hmm. regimen, and that's fun. I didn't, I forgot <laughs> how much fun yeah, it could be it is. Yep. because strength training it really it could become monotonous, it's very monotonous, and it takes a lot of focus mm-hmm. because your form has to be good, like, oh. you can't flail through it, and you have to have the right timing of rest. So that's you know it's all work, and then when you get to a fat loss kind of Mm -hmm. program, and you're moving a little bit faster, you're like, oh, this was I forgot how much fun this was, and so then I'm in a, a ten rep, uh, window where I'm at now, Mm -hmm. and doing those bottom, bottom quarter squats, Mm -hmm. and. Yeah, and, you know, 12 is a lot. Like, my heart is – I'm doing cardio. Like, it feels <laughs> – you know, you've seen me post uh, – yes. I'm like, hey, I'm doing cardio, cardio. ha <laughs> <laughs> And it's just me and a barbell. Like, not everybody's going to understand can't that. that. Yeah.
1: He hates when people call it squats cardio. Oh, he does? Well, he's just like, if you're going to do cardio, he's like, if you're out of breath, we got problems. <laughs> but when you get into 12, 15 rep range, like, you're just going to be breathing hard.
0: Breathless. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it feels – yeah, it feels like a lot of work, but it's also like so much fun. So yep. I'm only resting 30 seconds yeah. with those. So I'm moving a lot, but my, you know, my workout's done in like 40 minutes mm-hmm. and that's also fun and then I get to I get to schwitz and I love a schwitz. Yeah. And okay. so yeah, so versus like strength training squats, mm-hmm. I was at the squat rack for it, 30 minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah and anyway. now i'm out of the gym in 40 minutes so i'm i'm digging it we'll we'll see what's <laughs> next i might do one more fat loss uh program and there's not much more fat to lose i'm it's it's working guys <laughs> uh so yeah we'll see all right the next i guess this will be one of the last things hmm. um <laughs> and the I so say what people actually need to squat well is stability and control. Yep. So we talked about that with the uh, split squat mm-hmm. lunge variations. So from stability and control, uh, I would say I would love to put like a checklist together. Ooh. Yeah. So it would be like feet, yep. ankles,
1: yep.
0: which has to do with an- your, how much ankle motion you have has a lot mm-hmm. to do with how your knees move because the tibia rotates and, uh, anyways. So then um, you could easily spend uh, six months on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just getting, just getting that. Mm-hmm. So my checklist would be for those uh, huge fans of ours that <laughs> love squats pain. as much as we do and find them fascinating. Yeah. And if you find them fascinating, you'll love getting into these little details about mm-hmm. what makes the squat better and deeper and more purposeful and more uh, beneficial. Yeah. So ankles, I would, what kind of stability exercises, one's coming to mind that I was doing and that I got from Evan, it's called a S- Peterson step up. Ooh. And so your, it's kind of like step down though. Uh, so it's oh, yep. yeah so you're just tapping your heel yep. in front of you I and your
1: heel taps. heel taps I forgot yeah the
0: name. <laughs> so yeah so but you have to track your knee forward on that one and yes. that scares the crap out of a lot of yep. people um but it's a great exercise if
1: you push it back, it gets glute.
0: yeah yes you can get a lot of gluten yes you definitely you <laughs> glute medius yep. glute minimus um all all yeah, the heavy I like, hitters I like, I
1: like those are um and anything you can do are comfortable sock footed any of these things if you can do them socked or like so- obviously sock
0: not dirty barefoot, you mean? Not dirty
1: barefoot in the gym, don't be gross. <laughs> um and also make sure if you are sock footed that you're in a safe zone to be.
0: I was doing um, them barefoot and then I was doing them on the wedge. Nice. Yeah. And that it I got a lot of benefit from that. And that was in my like mobility exercise oh, yeah. active recovery session.
1: When it's And it's even the simple things. I mean, you can go back to PT exercises of, like, can you sit flat-footed and can you pick up a towel with your feet? Mm-hmm. Can you move things from one side to the other with your Like, do you have that range of motion even mm-hmm. in your feet? Like, if your feet are just, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: ham hocks hanging out
0: mm-hmm. or? What I see with people, uh, I'll have them – I'll do an uh, assessment with the dorsal eye, yeah. obviously, uh, high-tech, but sometimes I don't even get that – Far with people, because too much data is um just dumb anyways, so they don't need it uh I'll have them sit on the table mm-hmm. and get up on one leg, yeah, nice and low, and you'll see d- different variations on different people, like their toes aren't touching yep. the ground at all, and
1: yeah, i, yeah, I'll I heal up somehow,
0: yeah, yeah, it's like you're just gonna
1: i'll do that with I do that with clients we do one leg stand ups, yeah. I, it's side to side they notice the difference and go oh but yeah there's some that's like they're all toes or they're all heels and you're yes like, in the
0: middle yes <laughs> yes 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 control your arch <laughs> yep. so that's where i think the checklist would be useful mm-hmm. is teaching people how to actually use the foot arch yep. um, stabilize their uh h- halocus which is your toe your big toe and oh it's huge It's a, so 80% of your ankle and subtalar oh, yeah. motion comes from your first toe oh I remember the one big time
1: toe. we were working on my feet and you we were mm-hmm. like resistant I was like what with what mm, yeah what am I what
0: yeah and working <laughs> getting my feet stronger has been such a game changer and it's like all, yes. I think all my clients can it cha- say that I mean
1: that's the root that's the base I mean we all I think you and I talk about like there's some there's a chain of command and it mm-hmm. can usually go wrong one way or the other and at, most of the time I would say feet lead the party mm-hmm. astray.
0: Of course. They are your gravity detectors, people. Yep. <laughs> they're <laughs> they are. They they're Motion telling to you to change the
1: name to yeah, gravity. They're,
0: <laughs> yeah. They're 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 calculating yep. how much the earth is pulling on you and when you add weight mm-hmm. like yeah, you're intentionally changing your gravitational like pull to the earth. And that's what exercise is. Yep. <laughs> Fighting gravity. And so is aging. It's fighting oh, gravity. It's fighting gravity. Yeah. <laughs> so is pooping. Yeah. Not fighting gravity. Not fighting gravity. That's letting, <laughs>
1: that's letting gravity in. But letting gravity, gravity in. Is also yeah. falling
0: into yeah. gravity. And let, not letting gravity win. That's one of my cues with the soccer players. Run, fall. Don't fall. No, oh, yeah. when oh, we're yeah. doing the squats, oh, yeah. don't let gravity win. Because yeah. gravity is pushing you yep. further down towards the ground, and yep. you're pushing away from the ground.
1: And it's, yeah, it's, it's, there's so many aspects.
0: I just got so excited. I love yeah, I mean, it's,
1: if you start from the bottom, if you teach people to have their feet like not tensed but active, mm-hmm. like then they can feel the difference of because you'll, you'll cue people and like you shift your weight and they're like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's even sitting there for squats, be in your socks, shift your weight forward, backward. What's the middle? Like a lot of people don't know what middle. Of oh foot yeah, feels I like. love I that. I love just sitting there, just shift your weight back, forward, mm-hmm. one foot, other foot. Now find a middle space.
0: I do that with people before teaching deadlifts. Yeah. That's my – that's one of my things uh, on the checklist. So feet, ankles. Do you – what other – do you have any ankle mobility go-tos?
1: Not too, too many. I mean, yeah. just a lot of, like, check – like, more check-in stuff than anything of, like, yeah. you know, feeling them out. I, mean, I do um, – I'll sometimes walk just on my heels around and mm-hmm. then walk on toes mm-hmm. and just kind of, like, all around the platform.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah. So what I have people do is – um I have them do knee extension isometrics with different foot positions and that will open up the towel tal- joint, which is your actual ankle. The subtalar joint is um, below that even, and that has a huge influence on mm-hmm. all of your motion, not emotion, motion, <laughs> um, and how the mechanics mm-hmm. from the foot influence the whole body like, Greg Roscoff, yeah. there's sometimes where you go to – or I go to class, and, like, he won't stop talking about feet. And he just, like, uses these complicated anatomy terms, like, we're saying yes and no. And uh, um, it's so exciting, uh, but also so confusing sometimes. <laughs> and uh, anyways, so – All right. Knees, uh, mobility in the knees. Um, I have people do tibia rotation isometrics same way. Uh, and especially for all my ACL people, all my arthritis people, they get internal tibia rotation, which is, um, the foot and tibia moving in. So there's a difference between scooping your foot to the side and like rotating on the heel underneath the knee and keeping the hip stable. Yep. So the go-to compensation me- mechanism is hip internal rotation, hip adduction. And in a squat, mm-hmm. if you're doing that, you're exposing your back to don't some problems. It. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like and that. your back's hurting. It's probably something else. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, something ex- led to your back. Yes. No so, and then knee, um, ni- knee, um, ni- Stability and control. Got to talk about hamstrings. Hamstrings. Yes, I uh, talked at you podcast people for at least an hour and a half about hamstrings. So we're gonna leave that one alone because obviously, yeah, yeah, obviously I have issues like oversharing about hamstrings. Um,
1: well, yeah, a lot of people blame. They're like, oh, my hamstrings are so tight.
0: And I'm like, like, bitch, it's so much more complicated yeah, than that.
1: It's like 90% of the population can't just have, <laughs> oh, my ha- hamstrings are short. It's like your hips don't hinge. You got to say some your curse words so
0: I feel a little better. Balls. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Get your shit together your She's, hamstrings. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel's too Southern for me. <laughs> I'm so used
1: to being around kids. I've gotten more Southern. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, the hamstrings. Um, again, isometrics. Properly diagnosing hamstring dysfunction, again, in those podcasts. um, Making sure it's not a nerve impingement. Your tight hamstrings are most likely like your sciatic nerve. That's
1: why I love scoops. I think I've done those with scoops. um, Kind of like the henpeckers, like flex flex (laughs) one side and you scoop, like you're scooping ice cream. Oh. I think I've done this with you. As you're I'm, walking? I'm drawing a blank. Yes. One leg I,
0: I leg. really like hated them. I remember that. <laughs> what, they walk me through this.
1: So you hinge like one knee bends and then one leg is straight. So you're kind of getting that stretch of the hamstring. And then you reach down and almost try and yes. scoop under your foot. Oh, the scoops. Yeah. Yes. Um, we call better. those
0: bend and snaps at Alexandria Soccer. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like it. Reese Witherspoon. I met a new friend last night that looks like Reese Witherspoon. If you're listening, Emma, like, hi. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah bend like and snap that's what I call them because if we if I call them scoops they literally just do a whole bunch of forward flexion and I'm like no
1: yeah I like it because it wakes up that whole nerve complex yeah yeah exactly so I do
0: those for um, hamstring mobility and control I do those for ankle mobility and control yeah yeah. so I'll link to that I actually have a good video for the soccer kids Um, let me write that down um i actually think they're called leg scoops on the but i believe so yeah yeah,
1: i learned them i was at a it was a weightlifting seminar and there was a pelvic floor specialist pt there Mm. and she showed us those and i was like these are a game changer Mm -hmm. in life and everything
0: yeah if people do them correctly they're great There's
1: also the whole shoulder weird i think i had to do the serve the pie Oh, nerve floss. Yeah, ner- ner- did nerve I give you that the, or she did? She did. Uh-huh. Nerve flossing of the upper body.
0: Serves a pie. Yeah, that's Served good. A pie. I like that cue. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was for your thoracic mm-hmm. right here. Okay. People with um, uh, thoracic outlet syndrome. That's a really good one for them. Uh, anyways, that's when we went. We can – we'll bring that back up in a second. <laughs> Turn left. Um, <laughs> and so – Then we did the – so we got knee um, quads, people uh, for people with tracking issues. So that's the kneecap Mm -hmm. not being able to uh, slide into its home, I call it. Um, (laughs) So the patella is interesting. It has no bony connection to our body. It's like a floating bone and tendon and muscle – are it's like the hyoid bone in our in our throat. Yeah. Also, uh, this bone, the patella, your kneecap. So it has a track, and if it doesn't sit on that track, you can get arthritis mm-hmm. underneath the kneecap. Hella painful. Oh, yeah. Also, um, you can fracture the kneecap that way. So yep. if you, uh, basketball players will do it, they'll land and the yeah. kneecap fractures. You didn't, your knee didn't touch anything. Yep. But if you have this landing and your kneecap is not tracking, you can fracture it because it's not sitting in the um, in the track. Yep. The other thing it's called is an anatomical pulley, Ooh. and that is some fancy RTS yeah. material there. And I, we're not going to get into that. Just know that it has a very specific purpose for the quadricep tendon, and it is, it's it's a biology uh phenomena that we have oh, yeah. this anatomical pulley and at the national Hi- uh history museum mm-hmm. um it's really they have this huge elephant leg oh, nice. and a hind leg and the cam is on the back the patella is not sorry cam is something um in the anatom- an- anatomical pulley uh the patella is in reverse it's huh. just the coolest thing i was like oh
1: look at that it's like when you look at horses legs you're like wait a
0: minute. yeah oh yeah yeah. Yeah. I oh. mean,
1: it's and it's also like it's fun, next like lifetime. My, I'm I'm yeah. helping horses. Yeah. Amen. They're, they're great. Yeah. It's like because even your patellas can be like my track is a little bit off center.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yours is. Yeah. Mine is. Yeah, yeah. My
1: patellas are like we are living our best life <laughs> off to the outside. Yeah. But it, it's important like because for a while when starting with squats, everyone was like toes forward, toes forward, and I was like, mm-hmm. A not a terrible, for you, terrible cue. But yeah. especially not for someone whose patellas are slightly to the out, meaning my track is always going to be out to the outside. Mm.
0: Yeah. Exactly even though I
1: can squat very narrow that's not my patellas are like wee
0: yeah um okay so quadricep strength control huge mm. yes huge uh, for that I, I prescribe a lot of isometrics again yeah. I also um, have some Pilates exercises that work on quads believe it or not and knee extension oh, yeah. and hamstring length we love those um, yeah god i can see the exercise i am so that's leg. one of them yeah i'm so but bad at remembering uh
1: is a game changer and you teach people about yeah what it does control control
0: yeah <laughs> um so then we have the hips oh. okay now we're going we're turning into a whole nother podcast here like this <laughs> so like a whole nother episode oh, if yeah. we want to talk about the hips Oh God. so um okay so i'll just say, say this male
1: and female hips everyone's
0: hips. yes <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, if I had, like, two zingers, I yeah. would say, um, I hate clamshells.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're used, I mean, I don't think they're used right, and it was like my, you know, I don't think a lot of people use their glutes right, or they try and do things, but if you're not, mm-hmm. like, clamshells, everyone does them, I think, too big of a range of motion.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's like it's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a, quadratus lumborum. It's
1: meant to be a much smaller mm-hmm. movement, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. So tiny. Thumping the tape. Yeah. Um, it's meant, to, you know, so a lot of people are not really activating or really feeling how to use those muscles mm-hmm. um, in their butt. Um, and the moment you can figure out how to use your butt, life is... Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Do you clamshell smaller than you think you should. Way like put smaller. You, put yeah. your hand on your actual mm-hmm. hip as you're laying down there and feel. You'll feel the moment it, it becomes something else. Yeah. Same in Pilates with the side leg lifts. Mm-hmm. I tell people like, like put your hand on your hip mm. and actually feel where that muscle starts to shift into something else.
0: Yes. Yeah. So one of the big problems with um, hips that I see is this almost like an amnesia. Of the muscles and Mm -hmm. the and the muscle connection, that when they move their hip, their lower back moves, or when they adduct their hip, um, they're doing a lot of ankle Mm -hmm. motion, and it it just becomes this like one huge limb, yep, from the lower back all the way down to the foot, versus like very um, detailed hip rotation, hip different axes of hip motion because
1: yeah your foot turnout should come from your hips I mean and I took for granted like I did ballet so like that was something mm-hmm. you just underst- I mean, you talk you hear dancers talk about someone has natural turnout meaning their muscle- joints can just go but the moment you have a good turnout an actual controlled turnout is when your hip skin is the party. you'll see people you're like all right let's turn our toes out at 11 and 1 o'clock and they just move their feet mm. and nothing else moves and it was like now I and I usually tell people to duck
0: their toes in and squeeze their tuckus mm-hmm Tuk- it, you're, yeah my grandmother's coming up again that's that's her word tukas. i said yeah nanny the other day i don't know what's happening to me well Save yeah me. tukas is tuk- <laughs> tukas is uh yiddish i love a tukas. yeah <laughs> yeah what about dungarees <sighs> that's a good, <laughs> it's a good one <laughs> um no, i said tukas
1: <laughs> today because i was doing the sit-ups with the ball behind and i was like get it closer to your yeah. Like, I yeah
0: tukas <laughs> tukas, <laughs> tukas. Uh, glute region gluteals Dump it's, truck. What's the
1: difference of, like, sometimes you're in a class and you're like, can I say butt? Or do you want me to say glutes? Butt stuff. Butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, some people are like, I don't want to, you know, don't say butt. And you're like,
0: okay, your glutes? Your posterior hip. <laughs> right. <laughs> what you fancy I do say posterior hip. Yeah. Um. I had a new client yesterday that's a cop. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to tell her everything I'm doing. Because, yep. like, this bitch could, like, grab me with her legs and, like, totally... um. Ruined my day. Meanwhile, I just giggle. Yeah. (laughs) So I mentioned it because we were doing adductor magnus and glute max and all these um, really in their muscles and muscle activation techniques is what I was doing. And um, so, okay, the hips um, totally whole nother. God, I could really talk about that for a while. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah. I
1: think they, if you could sum it up, it's like if if you're setting your feet and getting them set, set your hips as well. And that, I mean, that's just playing with your pelvis. Tilt it forward, tilt it back. Find actual middle, like open. Like I can love you this. Actually open. This your is hips? why you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, and I have people do pelvic tilts. I'm like, pull your tail, you know, tuck your tailbone under, push your pelvis mm-hmm. into your face, then go all the way the other way, and like, is there a middle? Find the actual middle. Mm-hmm. Like swing back and forth. Same with like open up, you know, your glutes from the hip Mm -hmm. it's like if you're properly using that one weird machine thigh machine Mm -hmm. in the gym
0: abductors yeah yeah that
1: weird machine but you know open up the hips and like actually feel what those things feel like
0: well that's you know like that's huge okay so learning how your body moves is a huge piece of staying fit and being fit um and relearning how your body moves Everyone gets that lesson that comes into Mm -hmm. my studio and uh, works with me and Tara. And also um, my wonderful friend in New Jersey, Chris, he has a machine. It's called the Core Restore System, and I'm so obsessed with it. (laughs) I can't wait to have one. And he had a woman that had all of her PT exercises for her hips, like Mm -hmm. the clamshells and pelvic tilts, but not until – Even though she had the exercises, she still wasn't actually in there and connecting with them while she was doing them. So all he did was just walked her through with his – he used his system, which isolates Mm -hmm. motions and muscles, like, beautifully, like nothing I've ever seen before. (laughs) And it – and he just, you know, like, taught, like, the one hip to do this motion and walked Mm -hmm. her through the other hip – and then all of a sudden, these exercises, like, she was feeling them in the right place. Yep. This took 10 minutes, I'm sure. I mean, it's, I'm probably it's, longer with yeah, him. But it took a twi- – yeah. I bet you it took him 20 minutes.
1: It's amazing what people don't understand about the core and the glutes and how mm-hmm. everything connects. And mm-hmm. it's, like, one. And, like, you see uh, – you know, I call it the exercises in futility. Um, there's Love him. <laughs> but there's, like, you know, you watch – I watch this, you know, one woman <laughs> where they teach classes just doing all these, like – glute bridges and other things like for her back and i'm and i just really I'm like is it actually helping or you're just now doing it every day every other day because that's what you should do mm-hmm. um it's like i trained my father now <laughs> down at the studio oh that's wonderful hilarious. yeah yeah um about eight nine years ago he's a really he was hit um t-boned and it cracks it and so i started just uh playing with him because like he i call it skiing is how he squats Mm -hmm. really off to the side oh yeah i mean like but it's because he does not use the right side and it was like and he went through pt and everything but like no one really taught how to activate into the obliques and everything of like how that affects
0: yeah they just put you on top of a bosu ball (laughs) which i (laughs) loathe that's one (laughs) of my questions i'm like so what kind of exercise you do in pt and they'll tell me i'm like do you stand on top of a ball after and they're like oh yeah definitely I'm like what the Mr. Bosu made a ton of money off of uh, PT. Um, yeah. Ninety-nine dollars uh, ball, half well, ball. A client bought one to stand on. Yeah, of course.
1: Well, she she has a was a, uh, we call it the like some of the chemotherapy drugs throw off your balance. Mm-hmm. So she's just trying to learn how to. She doesn't know how to adjust. I was like, it's not really that your muscles aren't working; it's that your brain is not connecting to them when you're falling oh, and going. Man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is toxic stuff. It really does mess up your muscles. Um, Okay. So I'll leave it at this. The bracing conversation we already had. Mm -hmm. So you can just all listen to that podcast again. Because we talked about control and stability from the bottom, uh, the hips down. Yep. And on the last podcast, we talked about it from the waist up. Mm -hmm. So there you go. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, Any questions from me? Anything? You got, got brewing up there? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, I got one for you. Oh boy. one more. Do you have time? I got time. Okay. So did you listen to the podcast with Jacqueline?
1: Not all of it. Oh. I know. Um,
0: so uh, Rachel introduced me to Jacqueline. That's from the last podcast. Mm-hmm. People loved it. Good. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering if if I get her back on, if you had any questions I should ask. Oh,
1: just all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's so great about Jacqueline, why I love following Jacqueline, Mm -hmm. is she loves research and figuring out things, Mm -hmm. and especially for her, I mean, she takes it very seriously if someone asks a question Mm -hmm. about a thing, Mm -hmm. Um, and especially for female athletes, and, Mm -hmm. you know, how do you, you know, working around hormone fluctuations up and down, and how for even athlete to athlete, that changes.
0: Mm Um. Is I know like that's one of your favorite topics. I, love it. I know. Um do you think you have a podcast in you about it? Female fluctuations in hormones? Probably. I mean I could talk about it, but like someone
1: like who has the degrees. yeah. yeah probably yeah. a better person. Uh uh-huh. um, but I, I mean I love it's like I switched uh, So who do you follow for that? Um I follow uh, Jacqueline. Uh-huh. Uh Stacy Sims and then uh-huh. there's an app called Fit Our Women that uh-huh. you can put your cycle in and it also tracks your hormone fluctuations in there for you and Ooh. says you're in this phase. Um I don't think they have like nutrition like you should eat this, but I don't think it's it's kind of generic. Mhm you need more carbs or like, but it's a lot of like, you could really like now is your strength time. Like go, 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 go.
0: Mm, nice. The, I'm going to link strength. to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any continuing education things you're doing in 2020? All of them. Uh, no, <laughs> um, I'm yeah.
1: <laughs> so like, you know, who? yeah, <laughs> I'm doing a lot more, uh, being I mean, corrective exercise is really where a lot of like my passion you're being pulled to where i'm pulled and where my brain works best Mm -hmm. of like there's a way there's a Mm -hmm. way to get something done um Mm -hmm. and then expanding a lot more of the pilates i do because i just do matte pilates currently Mm -hmm. um but there's you know a realms you know far wide and deep you should come up and work with tara for a few sessions
0: she works here on monday but um in march we're adding more hours Uh, she's she's pretty good i mean not pretty good she's amazing and (laughs) All of my clients love her and I just she's just so good at tailoring exercises. Mm-hmm. Um okay. Well, I'm doing a BFR training, Ooh. blood flow restriction in Miami. Ooh. I just need, you know, I just, just, just wanted to go to Miami. Didn't I'm going to Miami <laughs> for combine training. Ooh. So it's going to be like 4 or 5 days of yeah. that and then and it's right before they go off to the combine, so it's like don't nice. fuck them up <laughs> week. Yep. <laughs> She, Kika it. did not say it that way but um Basically. she's she's like the boss of the combine training MAT mm-hmm. um so Jacqueline might be what? Jacqueline might be doing Yeah, I don't know what part of Florida she goes to. Um so it's the week right before oh, nice. they yep. go off to Indianapolis cuz it's like Feb- it's right yeah. before the Super Bowl, right? And then the um the Saturday mm-hmm. it's a like a nine hour class on blood flow restriction I'm sure it's going to be hella uncomfortable and like oh yeah <laughs> I'm going to be I, so it's one of these cl- it's going to be I'm going to be out of my comfort zone for sure because yeah. I take all my classes with muscle activation techniques mm-hmm. people and we all think kind of similarly and I'm yeah. going to be with physical therapists and I'm also not a physical therapist yeah. and they're pr- so I have a medical exercise license yep yeah. That's what got me in there. Yeah, I'm not a medical professional, but I'm a medical exercise yep. Yep. professional, and that l- so I'm really grateful f- for that. ACSM. Any budding trainers out there? That's the route you should go. Um, and yeah, so it should be interesting. Yeah, I'll I definitely guess, be yeah. talking about it.
1: I want to. I, I might try because the gym I work out at, there's a lot of strongman competitors. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, fun. It's
1: it's like it's uh, Olympic lifting, powerlifting happens there. Strongman happens there. Other people just doing their thing yeah uh, and it's really is there really a big cool.
0: community in richmond there is there's a yeah there's a
1: pretty decent sized community i mean most of them train at the it's called the weight room which mm-hmm. is just such a great <laughs> it's just such a great gym name um but they're a lot of they're a lot of fun mm. um i thought of a question mm-hmm. okay uh a food myth mm-hmm. that drives her nuts
0: oh, okay yeah oh that's gonna be a while um, <laughs> uh, mean, there's more than
1: one, I'm sure, but like the main, like in you know,
0: we touched on Instagram stuff. There's a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, well, I guess even myths that doctors believe in, because <sighs> for so long, doctor, I mean, it's the same as someone that had the Widowmaker, you know, artery seventy percent blockage. They're like, all right, plant based, no fats, no olive oil, and you're like, that's yeah, I
0: don't even know definitely... that, and
1: I'm not a doc, like I'm not <laughs> a yeah. person. I'm like that's not how cholesterol works like eating an egg yolk mm-hmm. doesn't give you cholesterol Mm-mm. yeah but that's
0: okay. yeah no heart health is um definitely it's complicated and yeah. it's individual it's yeah. a muscle
1: just like all we just talked about mm-hmm. it's another muscle that everyone's functions
0: yeah different. you can get a um the diagnostics that you can get um just from a stress test aren't like necessarily enough but um yeah that's a whole other topic the uh I think it would be – I think, yeah, the plant-based thing is really hot right now um, because that, of Game Changers, which uh, was just the, full the of crap. Most planted di- di- mm-hmm. I mean, that's I mean,
1: that just goes back to, I think, in school and no one's taught about bias studies. mm mm-hmm. um, And I think – I mean, Jacqueline probably brought it up because she posted about it on Instagram. Of, like, mm-hmm. you can bias anything towards the views you want. And, like, mm-hmm. you do better on plant-based. Like, if you've never eaten like that before, mm-hmm. you're getting nutrients in your body.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
1: it's also, um, is Vox has a thing on Netflix and they're talking about how we still haven't figured out, um, protein just from making protein because we cannot get the same iron that you get from the blood mm-hmm. of animals. Leucine, glycine. Yeah. The hemp and the heat. Hemp. Hemp. Not hemp. hem iron or whatever it's called. H-E-A. Oh, yeah. He- hem
0: hemocrit. Uh. Yep.
1: Yeah. That one. That iron. But like, it was just like, it, uh, uh, you know, but yeah, you watch the documentary and you're like, I mean, sure, but
0: it's. Yeah, no, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of bias. I mean, the person who produced the movie owns a pea protein company, and he invested over $100 million in that company.
1: I do like vegan protein. So.
0: Yeah, but that's, I mean, that, that's, that, that's me it. Me and like, lactose don't do well, yeah. and then that's it. <laughs> you, if you don't say that at the beginning, Yeah. you know, um, yeah, I think Netflix is, is really making propaganda really hot right now. Like, that's, I like, bu- their yeah. thing. Like,
1: because I think they're letting people, I mean, Netflix is trying to figure out how to make money, but they're letting people produce their own things, and then they're putting them on Netflix. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so, but, I mean, that's better than, like, f- like lying on Facebook from pol- political ads, you know? Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of propaganda uh, documentary stuff on Netflix mm-hmm. now that I think we need to have a bigger conversation about. Like, I think that's the conversation yeah, I want to have with her.
1: Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's going, it's going everywhere. I mean, you not, you're just now seeing, I think Instagram banned it because there's an effort from, um, oh, what is the actress's name? Jamila. um She started to fund with Instagram to ban anyone from promoting false diet products.
0: Yes. Uh, that's like, um I forget her name. Science uh, nerd or something like that. It's like a. Also Yeah, Science Babe got into that. Science too. Babe. Yeah, Science, science Babe nerd. got into it.
1: And then there's a, an actress who's been very, a huge advocate for it shouldn't. No one should be hawking mm. diet products. And then
0: um, yeah, no, that. Yeah, the that's
1: false, the the obvious false ones, and like, the, yeah, and you know, they're getting their followers to fall for like these T- tea de- T- detox Yeah, just drink tea. Um, <laughs> and shakes or like the waist slimmers.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, that uh, there's a huge conversation to unpack there. I'm I'm a hundred percent sure of it. There's also stuff about. Um, Google algorithms have, change, have changed yep. to keep out natural health solutions, mm-hmm. um, and you know, to be frank, like a lot, there's a lot of quacks out there. Oh yeah, and but Mark's Daily Apple isn't one of them. You know what I mean? Like, eh, uh, so yeah, there's a whole effort on mm-hmm. that side too. That is, um, it, I think the intentions are good, but again, like um, you know, when the government is like telling us how to think and what to see it's i don't i don't mean, i don't, to do I don't vibe get
1: the my plate thing on the go- i mean granted they at least we changed in the food pyramid but yeah to see that they don't really know what to do with food is you go on myplate.gov mm-hmm. and fill out and see because it'll output for you your what you need okay and yeah. you go on there and you just see how wrong it still is oh no i'm good,
0: <laughs> you good? You sure? I, got, I have so many <laughs> i have so many uh battles to fight in this life right against uh horrible exercise and bad information i can't enter i can't step into the nutrition one <laughs> um you know because like now Gwyneth oh, yeah. paltrow has a netflix show about goop
1: oh i've just seen reviews and vaginas and it's just a hot it's just a hot mess yeah well, they've sued. I mean, the amazing thing is that she's been sued. Who knows how many times? Which just tells you how much money she's making on this. But yes, yeah, like yeah, I think she's what selling seventy dollars candles that smell like her vagina.
0: It's actually bergamot. Oh, and nobody's vagina smells like bergamot. Correct.
1: I was like, well, uh, maybe the jade eggs smell like bergamot. I that think stick maybe up in people
0: there. like in Morocco. Yeah, because that's kind of where that plant comes from, and like, you know, they're we should just like po- uh, maybe we should just do but a whole podcast on the goop. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think I will. Um, because it's. I mean, I'm fascinated by that stuff. Like, I love marketing and, then and Tracy Anderson. I hate Tracy
1: Anderson. It's her videos keep popping up on my phone, <sighs> and I nothing drives me nuts more than watching. Just doing. She was at. Uh, she filmed at a gym in D.C. and I heard there was a reason that she's so sweaty. Space heaters.
0: Yeah, no, that's her thing. I went to her studio in the Upper East Side. Oh my and, god, you actually went. Yeah, and <laughs> the. Uh, of course I did. <laughs> have to hate something I could I don't think I could have I don't think I could have contained
1: myself enough well it was a it.
0: small male oh. uh teacher that was looking at himself in he the used. mirror and saying nasty things about women oh, um God. the whole time and it was really strange uh and the and then it got really like the all the mirrors got fogged and um oh, yeah. I was exhausted afterwards because I was like dehydrated yeah that's that that's the workout
1: well it's like the uh, whole
0: big Bikram Bikram workout. yeah I mean I like I said I love a good schvitz I don't yeah. think you need to be moving and doing it. Okay. I, I don't understand that. Um, however, I do have some a, an owner of a hot studio coming in.
1: Yeah, and hot yoga is, has been different than Bikram yoga.
0: Another Netflix nod there. Yeah, another. They had a really great Netflix. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, I
1: yeah. mean, hot yoga has existed before Bikram yoga existed. So mm-hmm. hot yoga has always been around, and put mm-hmm. the temperature difference. Uh, yes, and then someone was like, "I'm gonna."
0: Yep. um i'm gonna make this about sexual harassment yeah uh and abuse really Mm -hmm. um well it was funny because guys have a different perspective on that uh documentary and it's really interesting and you know yusuf was like yo uh if you ask a girl to come up and hang out with you at 10 p.m i don't know like and she comes like i'm in a situation where she's you know we're we're granting <laughs> each other access yep. to our uh, but, to
1: yeah but there's the you know the other aspect of conned along or you'll get kicked out of this ten thousand dollar absurd
0: oh god uh, anyways um oh uh, yeah that's, so that's a good conversation to have anywho this is officially the longest podcast I've put out I think <laughs> actually now that I'm saying that hour twenty two hour twenty two 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 um. <laughs> Yeah, I think it is. Anywho, um I think we got it. I think we got everything. Thank you guys so much for yes. listening. Thank you. And um where are people finding you these days,
1: Rachel? They can find me down at Leah House Fitness in mm-hmm. Richmond. Mm-hmm. And I'm still around Balanced Gym in DC.
0: Oh good. I know. Oh. What about Instagram? You can find me at R underscore G A R M O N. G A R M mm-hmm. O N. Okay. Not like The Watch. Yeah, not like The Watch. And, uh, yeah, you guys made it this far. I am doing a series of short episodes that we'll be Mm -hmm. releasing on Monday. So it's basically I'm sharing – my idea is that if – to think fit, be fit, you need to be, like, your own boss. Like, you got to have those CEO vibes and, like, strategy. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when I think of a CEO, I think of, you know, what you learn uh, as an MBA student and, Mm -hmm. like, which is strategy and – Working through, um, you know, having to use multiple people yeah. to for your goal and your vision. So, these little short podcasts mm-hmm. are going to be like 10 15 nice. minutes, just definitions. Like, yep. the first one, I'm going to be talking about ATP and mitochondria. Nice. Yeah, mostly because I'm obsessed with my red light, but that's yeah, yeah. Also, uh,
1: that just <laughs> confuses me so much, and I just trust someone else's so knowledge. Oh much. my god,
0: when you uh, said Oh, or the red light or just the mitochondria? HD,
1: mitochondria
0: yeah. Well, that's um that's metabolism. Oh yeah. Yeah. But
1: it's a whole like yeah. All the things affect the thing, and then the thing does the other thing, and then you're like, what?
0: Well, what? it's also kind of simple because uh, the mitochondria is literally an energy generator, and it turns whatever it needs to into energy, mm-hmm. and it's super cool. Um, it also the research of it and learning about it has a lot of implications on aging yeah. and finding good products, and finding uh, the right amount of exercise because like yeah. and and like pre workout supplements like it drives me crazy that people will take creatine but not know like mm-hmm. what it's for. I don't know what it's doing. Yeah. And uh, I anyways, love people
1: that drink beet juice and then drink caffeine. Oh. I'm like you're just putting <laughs>
0: okay. Blood mm. vessel, your
1: blood vessels aren't sure. Oh,
0: like it'll like expand, and then yep. then you put caffeine in your system. It's a diuretic. It, and it sucks and then, all the yep. water. And then closes up. Yep. Jesus. Anyways, all right. Thanks for making it this far, guys. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> Butt stuff. Signing off. Bye. <laughs>